0: What in the world did you just say, Hunk? My man got fired for telling the refs he, they stuck. That's the rumor. Nobody can figure out because <laughs> NHL didn't say, but so Hunk, they've you, seen some video of him basically letting the refs, refs know they're bad. I, I love your reports, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and Major League Baseball only met for 15 minutes today with MLBPA. Kids at home that want to be broadcasters. Might not want to listen to Hunk's report. Thank you.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm just kidding. I love. I love how different you are, and you put you put opinion in there. I like oh, it. I, I, I'm going to let you know how I feel. You can tell based on how I'm going to say it. Hey, by the way, Nash Severe WX on Twitter at Nash Severe WX just put the radar out there, and uh, there is a big red line that's about to roll through Nashville, and basically it uh, goes through the Ugh. entire state.
1: But um, it's red, not magenta.
0: I don't see magenta. Magenta, you're in trouble. I ain't seen him yet. No, who is he?
1: Who is he? Magenta is a little you-know-what.
0: Oh, I hope he's not. He's that little man riding around inside this cold front. Yeah, we, and by the yeah. way, it's really cold on the other side of this thing. This, oh, really? Yeah.
1: I walked outside in short sleeves today. Yep. In a ponytail, short sleeves, thin pants. Life was good. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's
0: like 67 here, and it's like 28 over in Arkansas. Wow. Boots with the fur weather.
1: What? Come That's on. That's right. Hence the, uh, is it? hence the dangerous line.
0: Ramon Foster joins us. Ramon, you into the weather, man? You keep your head on swiveling storms and stuff?
2: Retweeted, tweet is severe, okay? They're connected to Nashville, severe. So, hey, Brent, I'm all over it. I'll say one thing. We joke on the weather, man, but as of late, they've been on on par, man. Hey, I'm locked in on all of this weather now, Brent. I'm telling you, man.
3: My dog liked the weather. Yeah.
2: No, it ain't that, man. I got kids, and I got a household. And look, you know your nephew Miles, man. and we talk about thunderstorms and tornadoes, Yeah, I got to make sure Papa Bear is on point, man. So, hey, I'm, 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 I play around, but with my kids and life, hey, I got to get serious.
0: Will Minkoff came on uh, at the beginning of the show from Nashville Severe Weather. He told Slay his gr- he better watch out his grill is going to blow over.
2: Well, see, that's the thing. I got to bring Ron this green egg, and that's a whole lot heavier. So he'll be all right if that one blows over.
0: Yeah, he had this big thing of shoulder that you had cooked up with this big (sighs) jug of sauce that he had gotten from D.C. the other day. I was like, man, it's getting serious out here.
2: You know what? We're gonna have to have every. We're gonna have to have a whole game. Three HL, Blaine, and Mickey Buck, If he shows up, he's the guy that they can invite him. Won't show up. On and table. Jay and Ramon, and we just gonna have to have a whole little shindig in the backyard. Now, Brent, I know you in Williamson County. Your backyard might be better than mine, but. <laughs> I'm gonna show mine off first. Just to get
0: them no, clean. I got zero lot line, man. They fit as many houses as they, as they can around you where I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so That's your
1: neighbor's house. <laughs> big
0: story came down about two o'clock. Nate Rao had the story, and uh, um, the 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 price tag of putting the lipstick on the pig over there at Nissan Stadium came back almost double, according to the story. So now they're thinking about a new stadium. And if you look at Google Earth, Google Maps at the mm-hmm. stadium site. You could put, you could build a new stadium in the parking lot between the stadium and the, and the interstate, and still play in that state. You went through a similar situation, didn't you, in Pittsburgh?
2: It, it happened on, it happened before I got there. Okay. but it did happen, and I was told about it. The historic okay. Free River Stadium, where they were playing on carpet, basically. Um, they wanted a new stadium in Pittsburgh, and they had the same exact thing, the exact same thing that Nissan had. They had a parking lot. And they built the new stadium where Three Rivers, uh, where the parking lot was, and they imploded Three Rivers and made a a parking lot out of it. And now, of course, it's businesses, hotels, and parking space around the stadium now. So this is very doable, Brent. I did the same thing as you. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. And that's ample enough space, man, to do it. And I know a lot of people hate growth and new changes, you know, that's happening around Nashville because it happens so much. But if you want to host the Super Bowl in the South, you gotta have a, a dome and unless you're in Miami, they tried the New York and met life. And I think everybody said we never want that again without, a without a dome.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes sense, right? Like, and, and, you know, I, I think you're thinking maybe, I don't know, 2026 ish. Um, but, you know, if I'm the city moan and I get that much more space between the stadium and the river, I'm putting up skyscrapers, I'm putting up uh housing, I'm putting up all kinds of things where you can pull property tax, sales tax, all that stuff uh and fund I mean, this thing without, without without diving into, you know, Davidson County resident pocketbooks.
2: Yeah, and that's always going to be the key thing. Like you said, it's easier spending other people's money and I mm-hmm. hope, you know, they find a way to private fund this, but right. just looking in general, what's the name of the bridge that's go from one side to the other? I mean, you you have that already you know, that connects you to Broadway. And if you move, if you implode Nissan and make businesses or a, a, a city district on mm-hmm. that side of the stadium, yep. man, it could, Nashville is onto something, man. And, Brent, I heard you and Don speaking on it yesterday. And you say, you know, you told Sankey or Don told Sankey, hey, it, we need that SEC uh, championship in Nashville everywhere. Every year he said, well, you guys want everything. Well, yeah. Dang right. That's how it goes. <laughs> why <laughs> Don, wouldn't we? And I'm with you. yeah you should want everything to be in nashville what do you mean be. i mean it's
0: the coolest city in the in the country um hey Mo. <laughs> so yesterday uh uh the rams had their celebration and they had fewer people than the Bengals at their celebration
2: <laughs> what, what do you think about that bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what is laughable but it's also la la is different i heard y'all speaking about highways and, and interstates the way they they say them and if you're in, in LA it's it's bad traffic trying to get there and it's so traffic. many other things to be doing. <laughs> and it's so many other things to be doing in LA during the daytime in general that it was kinda expected. Like the dog showed up, but uh it's it's LA. I mean, they put on really well for the Super Bowl though.
1: Um, That's I heard cool. it was like 63 degrees. Yeah, Jim Rome was like, it's 61. We're yeah, not coming out for your We don't come outside when it's 61. <laughs> I'm degrees. not bundling
2: up to come outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's my perfect temperature, okay? Summertime, if Tennessee was 63 all year long, that'd be perfect for me.
1: <sighs> really? Oh, wow. So you're not big on the 105 and yeah. human, huh? <laughs> Those travel
0: baseball tournaments we're at, oh, man, yeah, it's man. like 110 <laughs> on that pavement. <laughs>
1: Oof. I, I, I've been telling
2: y'all as of late, I'm enjoying the summer more because I don't have to be out in that 100-degree uh, with eighty five humidity weather just training. Like it took me two years to get over the fact that I actually like summers now because of that, Brent. So no, I'm not for it.
0: Hey. <laughs> your boy your boy Zach Carter, is that his name? The Bengals coach? I keep forgetting. No, Taylor, 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 Taylor. Zach, Zach, Taylor. There you go, Carter. Who's Zach Where Carter? He's a, boy, that... he's a Backstreet Boy. He's a Backstreet Boy. No, that's like... Nick Carter. Was he? Uh, yeah, I don't cousins. know. No, cool. what is his
2: birthday? Yeah, yeah. Zach,
0: uh, but... Zach, Taylor. He, Moan. He said he was asking about the offensive line. Do you need to make improvements during uh, during the offseason? He said, "Well, they were good enough to get to the Super Bowl." Uh,
1: yeah, but they are part of the reason you lost. <laughs> well, Todd Verban's
0: like, "Can we get Andrew Luck on the line? Let's let's talk about five years of seventy sacks." <laughs>
2: Exactly. That's, that's atrocious, man. But Zach got to get to a point, man, and I don't know him personally. It's just me saying these things. This is my opinion. He got to get to a point where they're not think, they're, they're not thinking small time. Like, I, I think he's still in a happy-to-be-there phase. He got the uh, extension the day of the Super Bowl or the night before the Super Bowl. So it's all very exciting for him. So those type of comments come from a coach that I'm just like, okay, he's happy to be there a little bit. Um, And and the fact that, you know, of course I leaned in a little bit when speaking about the pep rally that they had and the fans showing up. uh, Trust me, I get both (laughs) sides of it. But what I'm saying is this. I don't think Brabel is going to show up to a situation like that. I don't think Mike Tomlin is. Unless they make them, Somebody
1: makes them. (laughs) Exactly.
2: So Cincinnati's got a good team. And the reason I lean into their fans and them having that pep rally is because everybody in that studio right now with y'all, Brent, Ron, and Don, Agree that, look, Joe Burrow is the ish, and they're going to be in the contention for Super Bowl for years to come if they build around him. So I wouldn't have celebrated going to the Super Bowl. I'd have said, you know what? Now we've scratched the surface. Now we see what Joe can do with a terrible offensive line. Now we see what this defense looked like, and they got over $50 million in cap space. I'm not celebrating a losing season. Run, have you ever seen the watch from the Super Bowl? No, I have not. So. I, I'll
0: take the I'll take the watch from the Super Bowl. Right? I, I didn't
2: know y'all did got nothing now. <laughs> I've looking to, for it. now. Hook look, brother, up. And, and so that's what I'm saying. My mentality on that type of stuff is different. And and Don, you were right when you said yesterday. Well, Ramon, you played in Pittsburgh is a little different. Well, what I'm telling people that got good team like the Titans, like Cincinnati, um, Cleveland, if they ever get their stuff together, is make it the norm for everybody involved, from the coaches, the scouts. The management, the fans—it don't matter. I hate that mentality, man. We lose, run, see me again. Let's go train. Yeah, train, you get me. Well, you gotta beat me again. I get you, you but I'm a journey yeah. guy. I love the journey. Like I, I was telling Slade the
0: <laughs> other day, like we're relatively new into this show, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. That I love yeah. the journey. Like. You know, if we win the Radio National Championship at some point. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about that. But, I, I mean, that's awesome, but I love the journey of it. So, that's why I, but, I love these special seasons where, like, the Titans win back-to-back AFC yeah. South division titles for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, that's awesome.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I'm with it. I'm celebrating it, too. And, you know, Jason tried to give me crap this morning about, you know, winning divisions and, and buying shirts and hats. To me, Brent, I celebrate those things because it's a winner-type mentality. Mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying like yeah. i i enjoy the process of it all like yeah. you, i enjoy watching somebody that's got to lose 15 pounds before the season starts and yep. they come to camp all ripped up and well conditioned like Boy, that needs to, I to be the... <laughs> I'm telling, me. i'm telling you i've been made... in the gym man i've been <laughs> in the... come join me brent uh-oh uh-oh um, but but what I'm, what I'm saying is this. I, I do enjoy that, and I appreciate all that. I, I love and respect the fan side of it, especially now that I'm on it. You should have saw me at the Tennessee Ole Miss game. I was losing my mind. Yeah, a lot. Okay, <laughs> okay, but at some point, though, we're going to look at Heifel and say, all right, you got seven, now give me eight. Yeah, that's right. You got eight, now give me nine. Mm-hmm. I think that was my mindset more than anything, right. and I'm not knocking anybody that chooses – you know, to celebrate their team doing a good thing. You're right; it's Cincinnati. They're not used to anything.
3: Right, exceeding expectation. <laughs> that's, you know, that's when you celebrate things. You know who else is going to yeah. love the journey? Yeah, Eli, Eli mm. Apple, because he's going to still be on one. Him <laughs> and his mama. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> 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 for real, it's for
2: real, bro. Right. but no, nah, it's uh, I've, I've, um, like I said, it's it's part of the process. Brent, I'm with you. Your kids, hey, you watching them grow up and play ball now? By the way, you're I think it's your youngest. Good mm-hmm. at basketball, man, by the way. I love watching him no, the I told Ron, yeah, I was like, look at him. He looked like a mini Brent, but he got some savage in it, too. I'm like, where'd he get that from? where are he? <laughs> his that. That's his
0: mama, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that want to goes from mama. <laughs> hey, thanks, Moan. Always love checking in with you, bro. Love listening to no you guys. No problem,
2: guys. I'm All listening. Right. I appreciate it. All All right, right, savage, Ron,
0: 6 to 10 weekday mornings on 104.5 The Zone. When we come back, we'll visit with Greg Cosell. Time to get in a little 3HL film work about the Super Bowl. Also, I saw him talking about Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray deleted all his Arizona stuff. So what's going on there? His evaluation of Kyler Murray, really interesting. Also, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, some of these guys that are still out there. And, yes, I included Tom Brady. Um, We'll get him to say what he saw on the tape this year from those guys. Yeah, it's pounding downtown Nashville. We'll be right back. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Three, tell 1045 the zone. If you're in the downtown Nashville area, you are getting wet.
1: No, pull over.
0: Pull over? Is that what you say? Pull over.
1: Or put your hazards on.
3: I'll put your hazards on, yeah.
0: I you just Snickers and just wait.
1: <laughs> Dude, I mean, you're like a walking Snickers commercial right now.
0: I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it was so dark outside. We did like a little Instagram thing. Mm hmm. Coming down. All right, uh, enough about the weather. Uh, head so on a swivel, because it's potentially dangerous out there. So um, keep uh, weather aware, as they say. Uh, it's time for 3HL Film Room. Our guy, Greg Cosell, the best in the business, oh, joins yeah. us for his weekly visit. Greg, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great,
4: guys. It was good to see you last week. Definitely was. Did you we have a good time? in
1: person. In, yeah.
4: Did yes, you have a good indeed. time in L.A.? Uh, yeah, we a pretty quiet time, you know. I uh, went to the game. SoFi Stadium it's beautiful. You didn't walk any red carpets or anything, Greg? No, no, I didn't walk <laughs> any red carpets. <laughs> uh,
0: let's get into the game. Um, initially, I thought Cincinnati was, uh, was having some success offensively, getting the ball out of Burrow's hand quickly. What, what were you seeing initially as, as those two teams were kind of trying to feel each other out?
4: Well, that's something they had to do. We know why. Um, you know, they need, they need to, to really camouflage and compensate for their all line um you know i they wanted to run the ball a little bit you know i'm sure some people thought they should have run the ball more um but uh yeah they they needed to to basically look they understood and we talked about this last week they understood that they were uh overmatched with their o-line versus the rams d-line so therefore they had to play a certain way and um it featured quick game, as you said. You're exactly right. That's what their game plan featured. Quick game, quick timing and rhythm throws for Burrow to minimize the Rams' pass rush and keep the mass matchup disadvantage from becoming a deciding factor in the game. Obviously, it didn't turn out that way, but that's the way they came out. You're right.
0: We'll get to some of the adjustments with Raheem Morris, but but real quick on the, on the Rams' side of things, it, it looked like, obj was starting to get rolling when when he had that knee injury yeah how did that injury affect what they were
4: trying to do well i think in a couple of ways uh first of all obj is their boundary x receiver meaning the single receiver to the short side of the field when they're in three by one sets um they didn't feel comfortable with another receiver being that boundary X once he got hurt. So you saw more two by two sets. And my guess is that probably cut down the playbook a little bit for Sean McVay, Mm. because I'm sure they had a lot of concepts out of three by one sets with what they then anticipated from the Bengals uh, defense and their coverages. And, they had to step away from that because they didn't really feel comfortable because I'm sure they hadn't practiced uh, with anybody else really being the boundary X. So it, it changed how they went about their, their, what we like to call receiver distribution and location.
3: Um, Greg, let me ask you this. You told, you were the one that told me, Um, I was like, man, will they just match up hat on hat and come after them um, as far as it being um, Joe Burrow. And you were like, no, nah, they, they use a five-man front. Why did they go with that in the second? Well, not why did they, because, of course, they had to get to him. But what wasn't working with that, the Rams' pressure in the first half to make them scrap that and go back to what they originally
4: do? Well, you know, I think first half is often a feeling-out process to some mm. degree. Um, I'm sure that they just wanted to see how the Bengals would come out. Because don't forget, if you rush five, and the ball gets out quick, you're losing a player in coverage. But I think as the game progressed and they saw that the Bengals were not as committed to the run game as maybe they thought they would be, Mm -hmm. keep in mind that Mixon only had seven carries in the first half, and I think there were 19. If I'm not mistaken, there might have been 19 called passes. So uh, it was pretty evident that the Bengals were not quite running the ball um, as much as maybe the Rams might have thought and maybe many of us thought. Um, so actually, the the Bengals had 30 offensive plays in the first half and mixing at seven carries. So what happens in the second half, uh, and we saw a little bit of it in the first half, is they win with their five-man fronts, but they win with multiple looks, Ron. It wasn't just, hey, let's line up five across. Mm-hmm. They did some of that because that does lead to one-on-one protection, and that's advantage Rams. But the other thing that they did that was really, really good is, and they've done it all year to some extent, is they line up in that loaded front where there's three defensive linemen to one side of the offensive center. And what they did out of that is they put the linebacker, Ernest Jones, up on the line of scrimmage opposite the load. So it essentially became a five-man front, just a little bit of a different look. But because the Bengals wanted to bring that guard opposite the load to help with the three-man rush to the load side the Bengals were forced to keep it back in to protect mm. Jones who would who would blitz yeah. so it worked because now you took the back out of being an eligible receiver and that helps the Rams even before the ball snapped Greg Cosell with us on three HL.
0: Um, so one sack on Burrow. Uh, I don't know midway through the third
4: quarter, and then well, one sack in the first half and six in the second half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I I know you kind of you kind of wove through the adjustment there. Rahe- Raheem Morris going with more of a five man front, right? Like to to he did a little math, I guess, at halftime and and made it tougher to to double and triple team Aaron Donald.
4: Yeah, it's, it's that's why. When they went with that loaded front, the Bengals took the guard opposite the load and had him slide yes. to the load. So it became four on three, mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't do that necessarily every time. And keep one thing in mind with that loaded front, you have two defensive linemen outside of the offensive tackle. So the one who's, a little bit more inside, even though he's still outside the tackle, he gets a running start at the offensive guard. <laughs> and we've probably talked about this uh, last week, you know, in L.A. But space is not a friend for offensive guards. Mm-hmm. Offensive guards don't like to play in space. That's why they're guards. Uh, Von Miller had a sack that way, where he had a great spin move on the right tackle of Dennehy, um, and uh, it was you know they just made it really difficult the rams by what they did tactically were able to really expose the matchup disadvantage
0: greg cosell with us at greg cosell yeah uh don was talking about how you know for cincinnati to keep building they need to they need to address the offensive line in the offseason. without question yeah zach taylor uh though disagreed at least publicly he said well they were good enough to get to the super bowl
1: yeah
4: <laughs> uh you know what that's the exact right thing to say right now. Um, he wasn't saying he wanted to run it back, though, huh? Right. No, because, wh- you know, wh- why you have no idea what the offseason is going to mm. bring. Why throw your offensive line under the bus? There, It makes no sense. Um, so he said absolutely the right thing. Everybody knows, he knows it too, but there's no reason to air your dirty laundry. It's not necessary.
0: Well, speaking of that, so Kyler Murray uh, unload, like gets rid of all of his social media at Arizona, right? Like anything to do with the Cardinals, he gets rid of it like a petulant child. Um, And, and we're not getting into personalities and things like that. But I am curious to see what you saw on film for Kyler Murray this season and, and maybe contrast that in terms of his growth since yeah. his rookie year.
4: You know, Murray he was up and down this year. He had some stretches this year where I thought he played really, really well, where he was really good on third down, where he made some really good throws from the pocket. He's a great thrower of the football. We know about his movement ability and his athleticism, but then he also had some stretches where I thought he, he looked the same to me as he did as a rookie, where he was inconsistent throwing the ball, missed some throws moved too often when he didn't have to. Um, so he ended up having an up and down year. The numbers were pretty good, but, you you know, you can't just look at numbers. We've become so used now to analytics that all people do is look at numbers. You have to watch the tape, and you have to see what the tape shows and how that is reflective or sometimes not so reflective of the numbers. So overall, while I thought there were signs that he was clearly improving, when you put the entire season together based purely on tape study, he was very much the same quarterback that he was as a rookie. Wow. Interesting stuff. So yeah.
0: we, we talk with our gambling guys uh, over the course of the weeks, right? Like sports betting is legal in Tennessee. So we, we talk about that from time to time. And right. and, and Tom Brady uh, has MVP odds, even though he retired.
4: Um, <laughs> if he were to
0: come back, Greg, what, I, I know like the yardage was through the roof. What did you see on film from Tom Brady last season? I
4: thought Tom Brady played really, really well um you know is a a really good mix of what he of what he did in new england uh, with a lot of the short stuff and then the the deeper stuff i mean he throws a lot of deep balls uh this he threw a lot of deep balls this past year and was relatively successful i thought he had a really good season his arm strength is is pretty good you know given his age you know the Mm -hmm. ball comes out with velocity He throws a great ball um there there was no problem with Tom Brady I mean obviously people remember the game he lost um but um you know and of course they came back in that game but but I thought he had a really good season uh my guess is look I don't know what his plans are he's obviously a guy that puts everything he has all the time into being a great player that's why he's a great player everything is so repetitive that he's not surprised by anything. He's a step ahead of everything. If that takes a lot of work, he may just not want to do that kind of work anymore.
0: Greg Cosell with us, at Greg Cosell. You can check him out on Twitter. He's the best in, in the business. So Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers uh, bought a lot in Brentwood, just outside Nashville. He's building a house, which led a lot of people to say, "Oh, he's going to play for the Titans." <laughs> um, he just broke up with his his fiance and and I think she had ties to Nashville, so maybe those plans are all. I don't know. But Aaron Rodgers is going to play football somewhere next year. What did you see from him on tape in 2021?
4: Well, other than the last game, and I, he did not play well against the 49ers, yeah. Um, yeah. but I thought he had a phenomenal season. Look, I've said this before. I could easily make the argument that Aaron Rodgers is the best thrower of the football I've ever seen. Um so he had a phenomenal season. It just ended poorly. He did not have a good game. He was very unsettled in that game against the, the 49ers. Um so he's going to play. Uh, again, he, he who knows, you know, now you're getting into all speculative stuff. <laughs> I never time do that, Greg. <laughs> this is all this is the time of year for that. You know, everybody says a lot of stuff. <laughs> Kyler Murray are moving. You know the social media stuff. Yeah. You know Russell Wilson says he wants to be traded. I mean, this is the time of year for that. Well, you know who knows what'll happen. Um, but but no, Rogers can certainly still play at a high level. But a lot. But you you guys know a lot of people are moving to Nashville. That's right. I mean, George Kittle has a house here, so I'm sure he'll be Where a Titan you going? too, so right? Is he going to be the tight end for the Titans next year? Yeah. I don't um, know. I mean, are you moving he here? Blish. Are you going to be <laughs> <head and laughs> scouting for the Titans? Nah. <laughs> I don't I'm so. <laughs> I like Nashville a lot, though. I know you do. Uh, we we, nice. we got to get you back
0: out here at CMA Fest uh, when they open that thing back up.
4: I know they're opening it this year, but I won't
0: be there this year. Oh, great. Next year. Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh well we hey, we appreciate the time. Always appreciate the visits. Uh, thanks for uh everything you do to help us understand Definitely. the game better. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thanks. That's
4: great. Thanks, Greg.
0: Greg Co sell. I told Cousin Danny, who's been on hold for a long a lot longer than the fifteen minutes Miss Johnson was on hold yesterday. Mm-hmm. I told him in the chat I'll leave Miss Johnson alone. Hang tight, we'll get to you after Cosell sell. I love Miss Johnson. <laughs> I would never do anything to disparage Miss Johnson. Cousin Danny said, I'm with you. I can't miss Cosell. So here he is. He's Cousin Danny talking about the stadium. Danny,
5: what do you think, man? So before I took the job that, I, that I'm at now, I was with a, uh, an engineering firm, and I was in their sales and inspection uh, department, and we were contracted by the city after COVID hit, and there was a huge backlog of inspections that needed to be done for buildings left and right to help handle some of the public. Uh, backlog basically so especially after the christmas day bombings a couple years back there was a litany of structural issues downtown along the river basin on the west side of town opposite of the stadium obviously um so we spent the majority of our time there but when it came time to do some regional inspections for stadiums which is something that's done locally regionally statewide and nationally um they were like they tapped us to do certain areas of the under like, like the sub foundation of the stadium mm-hmm. and so we were able to tour that and kind of see how it was structured built and everything and there's proprietary information we can't get into obviously but i can tell you that from someone who has uh decades of experience in large scale um engineering projects uh, an, a, a savvy investor is not going to look at that project uh, and, and take it on um, you 'd be hard pressed to find a lot of people that would really want to take that job on. of course there 's people that would uh, there 's always money to be made in these types of you know, deals, but when you guys talk about the price doubling from the six hundred thousand to close to one point one or one point two, a huge part of that is a uh, requirements and, and structural upgrades that need to be made to certain buildings that have happened post that initial assessment yep. and b the cost of materials and labor post COVID. That price is not going to go down anytime soon. in fact, in the industry, they're expecting, you know, a pretty steady 5% rise in a lot of these, you know, megalithic construction material costs over the next seven years. So you factor that out, that's close to another 20% increase overall. See, Add to that the problems with inflation. I mean, it's a huge take on it. It'd probably be closer to a $2 billion project by the time it's all said and done. I'm not an expert on these things, but I know more than the average bear. I think it's infeasible and untenable to try and take that on.
0: Right, and so that explains. That's what we said at the beginning of the show. Just kind of spitballing out there uh, that 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 would make sense, right? Like that the the stadium was built cheaply and quickly, and you would have to completely overhaul the the infrastructure. So when you say like a lot of companies wouldn't want to take that kind of project on, if they do, they're going to put a lot more money into the bid than than you know was was pre, previously stated in the feasibility study.
5: Not only that, but you'll find that a, a huge chunk of that that bid is going to be shifted to structural aspects right. and away from the the glitz and the glam that people are going to want. That,
0: that's what that I mean. the right? guts
5: of Absolutely. the thing
0: had to be had to be rebuilt. I think. Yeah, yeah.
5: And, and not to say that it was built cheaply, it was built. Quickly, it was, and it was, <laughs> and it was built to a model of stadiums that was antiquated at the time. Right. I mean, mm. this is something that makes Paul Brown Stadium with my Bengals, which is not a great facility it's fun to be there but it makes that look a little bit more advanced right and that's not to to trash on the facility it's just that it was built rapidly because of how the team came both politically and economically to this city that's right and because of that there's just been a litany of issues that have that have come to fruition post-construction and there's they've taken on close to triple what most stadiums have in cost of uh, maintenance over the years to make up for some of that that rapid build that happened Awesome. So, I mean, well, as an investor, you also got to take into effect the money you've already sank into that. And I would think that the, I mean, like I said, it just, I just I can't think that there's any way that this is a feasible thing to have that renovated, especially when we have more buildings going up in a city like this yeah. than any other, you know, metropolis in the in the country.
0: Great call, Danny. Appreciate you, man. Yeah.
5: Appreciate you guys. All right, that's
0: that's why we're saying like they put that out there. To gauge public opinion, to to kind of set the market, and, and they're going to build a new stadium. That's that's going to happen. That's why this story is out there. We'll be right back. 3HL 104.5, the zone. Hey. 3HL 104.5, the zone. Hey. We got a strand going. Me, Slay, Davenport, and Ramon. Ramon.
1: Ramon.
0: And we're like, Ramon's like, man, I love y'all show. Thanks for having me on. You know, really nice. And Don's like, you're really good at radio, Moan. Thank you for the compliment. (laughs) And I'm like, love you, bro. And then Slay goes in. (laughs) And then here comes Ramon with a. (laughs) He was all
1: With a NSFW (laughs) jiff.
0: Red Fox and Harlem Nights, which makes me want to go back and watch that film.
3: She was talking to Snake Eye Benny.
0: <laughs> that movie is not right,
3: Benny. Man. You can't even see. So blind.
0: <laughs> I said, "I'm
3: becoming a pro, Babson."
0: Why is everybody cursing on our show all of a sudden? I don't know. It's live. Seriously, people.
3: I think it's comfort. We have we, we 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 bring a comfort. To the show where they feel like they're in the living room. <laughs> and just having a conversation.
0: I mean, Pac Man rattled off several words. It was comfortable. And then the Thank Navy you. SEAL right after him. He was comfortable. And then Merle Code today, which he's going to prison tomorrow. I don't blame him. So can do he had everyone. to be comfortable. He can say yeah. whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> there you go. But it's always like the words that you can't say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. But they always catch themselves like, oh, yeah, my bad. Or you correct him. Yeah, you it. call him out. Yeah, I can't wait to.
0: Except for the Navy SEAL. You just kind of let
3: that yeah, guy I'm gonna let, go. I ain't got no time with him. <laughs> he, might, you know I mean? he looked
0: like this was at the Super Bowl. This guy, he was a Navy SEAL. He did all kinds of things that he can't talk about. So it's you know, good to have him on the radio. But he looked just like Central Casting Navy SEAL guy that's in a movie. You know, like yeah. Shooter or something.
3: <laughs> Man, Ramon had a good question for him, too. I needed to ask him, but I forgot. Because I didn't read my text messages. But
0: something. now Ramon's mad at you because you were treating him bad on the texter.
3: Nah, he happy. <laughs> he likes when I do that. He
0: likes when I poke the bell. Speaking of poking the bear, Smoking the polar bear, bear Oh, Buck Rising is going to be jumping into some really cold water.
1: Oh, Like Buck Rising who can't swim.
0: He can't swim. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. He's no, sw- he
0: can't swim. I hope he don't drown.
1: I don't know. going all he had was, like, those kid floaties on floaties, which yeah. They don't make me comfortable enough knowing yeah. he can't swim that that's going to, like, keep him above water.
3: Where is he going into? What is he jumping into? What is like?
1: Like, freezing cold water. I think it's the Cumberland. Oh, really?
3: It's the what? I think it's the Cumberland. <laughs> nah, bless, bless you. Bless me. Ain't no way. If he's jumping at Cumberland, he
0: gone. If you walk across a pedestrian street bridge, you can see a car in the Cumberland River. Huh? Yeah. Whoa, for real? Yeah. So it ain't that deep. I don't know. There's just weird things happening in the Cumberland River.
3: Because you can't see in the Cumberland River.
0: No, it doesn't flow. It, it, just, it just sits there. The car or the river?
3: Both. Both.
1: <laughs> really? Apparently both.
3: Isn't it brown?
1: Yeah, it's, a it's kind brown.
3: of a
0: greenish. It used
3: to be green when I was little. It was like changed a it's it hazel. It's hazel.
0: You know how girls sometimes, like, their eyes are green one minute and brown the next minute? It's, it's kind of cool. like that.
3: When I came back from It's never season, blue. From the flood. No, it's never been blue. Well,
1: when they had the floods. It's river, not a like a brown
0: river. Well, in Chicago, right. they dye the river green. That's all that in uh,
3: they do it in Savannah.
1: Yeah.
0: They dye it. In the fugitive, mm-hmm. they dye the river green. For they Savannah, do it for St. Patrick's, Patrick's,
1: Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So
0: if you could dye the river green, why can't you dye it blue the rest of the year?
1: That's interesting.
3: Because it might make people want to jump in it.
1: It's like a giant tank that they set up in a parking lot and they make it cold. <laughs> That's what they jump in. Oh,
3: okay. Oh,
0: is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I thought C- you were talking
3: about, so, so, talk about not the Cumberland.
1: <laughs> so
0: C- Caleb is in Ramonville, Hendersonville. Uh, and uh, I think he's going <laughs> jump, to he uh, yeah, yeah, be jumping into the water. Caleb, is that true?
6: Yeah, yeah, I am going to be jumping into the water. What you guys are doing with that is, is just awesome. Uh, I'm give you a little bit of backstory. Yeah, please. A, a guy that works for us. and uh, just had a child with Downs. Um, kid's in the hospital, still a little struggling, so something we've done for him to order a dump truck is what he does for us. We painted the colors for, for the downs uh, stuff, and we put a picture on the side of this truck for it. Uh, oh, wow. All this happened last week, but all of a sudden this morning, you know, heard Buck uh, and, uh, talk about looking for people. And then Dawn uh, was one of the ones that sponsored, right, Dawn?
1: Yes, I am sponsoring you, which means that you are representing the 3HL in this polar plunge. So basically— are, are you- Buck was like, okay, okay, look, here I told Buck, I said I'm I'm going to donate because he had said somebody can donate for someone else to jump with us. You know, is is like a part of it and everyone's like, "Oh, Don, why don't you jump? I'll pay. I'll donate if you jump." I'm like, "Nope, not doing that. <laughs> not <laughs> not interested in uh jumping in cold water." So I said <laughs> I will I will sponsor Don't somebody for a good cause to jump in with Buck and Caleb is our guy. Are you ready okay, to be yeah, our I'm guy?
6: The, well, I'm still in the world jumping. Do we know if it's the river or or the bar? <laughs> no,
1: no, you're I'll good. It's the not river. the river. It's like a big
0: okay. <laughs> cold pool. Yeah, there's weird stuff in okay. the
6: river, man. Oh, yeah. uh, man. Uh, yeah. Not what are you going to wear? Ever. Not a good idea. Uh, well, well, that's, that's kind of what I called about. Uh, I ain't decided, because uh, you know, we've got the Auburn game coming. Ooh. I mean, should I go full on? Cause I've got a full on UT basketball uniform. Should I go with that? <laughs> hey, I like that. Should I go with that? You're, you're sponsoring me, girl. You're sponsoring me, and this is for a huge cost. And we're talking about, I'm trying to work out, because Buck gave me the information for the folks running this. We're trying to work out, presenting that truck there at this event to him and his family.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome. Wait, yeah, hold on. I'm awesome. sorry. Did you uh, just ask that me that if enough?
6: you could... Is that enough for you to say go, ball"?
3: <laughs> w- oh, w- I like w- that. W- that. W- I
6: like this. Is that enough? Is that I like this. That. That's, that's big.
1: How in the heck did I get to sponsor a hey, UT guy
3: right
1: that's around that's the fun. Auburn? I oh. thought he was like, should I go all out Auburn gear? Mm. Absolutely, you should. Caleb? Yeah. <laughs>
6: I love Bruce Carl too, so we got that. But okay. Yeah, you you got a yellow go balls if we can put this thing together. That is real. <laughs> All Maybe you can
1: paint time. your chest like Bruce used to do.
3: He's,
5: he's asking. Oh, me. I'd uh,
6: put the T on it. Christ. But, but uh, just, uh, you know, fun fact I'm also a huge Bill fan, have been in my whole life. So. Another question was: Can I go through a table and hit that tank? <laughs> <the> tank <down laughs> that the table in the water.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. So, I love but
6: it. no, no, you, uh, you guys are fantastic for doing this and, and and what they're doing. I mean, it's a really, really good cause. So uh, yeah, super thankful. Um, and I, I I'm going to be called Saturday. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah. yes, you are. Thanks for stepping but, up.
6: Thank you, Caleb. Yeah, hey, yeah, Caleb. Yeah, go, go balls.
1: Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, get with Hunk <laughs> so he can get your email address uh, after okay. we chat with you, okay? War Eagle, War Eagle, War Eagle! Uh, Let's go, Caleb. All he's asking
0: for is for a simple go Vols for the Special Olympics, Don, How I easy mean. was that, Babson? Oh, my gosh. You
1: yeah, right, guys
0: are Golly. Te-
3: right, dog?
1: Yeah, right. If y'all win, I'll give it to you. How's that? What? I'll cheer for oh. you <laughs> <laughs> as you polar plunge it. And then we'll talk. She's hardcore, man. Well, uh, she's I'll take else. that. But, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. I'll get you my email. And uh, right. Thank you guys so much. It's, it's a very, very good thing, y'all. done.
0: Thank you, Thanks, uh, Caleb. Caleb. Uh, yeah, it's Buck Rising. started a Polar Plunge team to help yes. raise money for the Special Olympics. Music um, City Polar
1: Plunge. I believe it's – is it's it? I think the link is classy.org. I just mm. tweeted it. Okay.
0: I just retweeted it, um, and uh, yeah, classy. you can donate. Org.
1: You don't have to sponsor somebody to jump. You don't right. have to do all that. You can just donate to to Buck's whole team.
0: But you can go support everybody uh, Saturday at Nissan yes. Stadium. Uh,
1: so. Mike Vrabel did it last year.
0: Oh, because the there's a
1: picture of like Buck with his little floaties on, yeah. jumping in, and he's right next to Vrabels.
0: Magic it? Mac, I've if Buck him. Rising jumps in the scumberland, he gone. We'll be right back. Three H L one hundred four five.